It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit w2mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. What's up, everybody? We are finally fucking live. <laughs> Holy shit. We did it. Or you did God. it. And I didn't break it. This is a, I just... I was about ready to just throw my fucking computer right now. Um, Should have bought a Mac, bro. Should have bought a Mac. <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous. Um, anyways, thanks for everybody's patience. If you're still sticking around, if you're still watching. But uh, if you're not, I don't blame you. Apologize for that. I do. Uh, I do. If you're not here, fuck you. You're not my friend anymore. <laughs> this is cool. MMA to the Max, episode number 39, finally. And I am your host, as always, the amazing, the electric, the <laughs> scintillating Robert Taylor. And I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the pretty exquisite Joseph Hudson, a.k.a. Riverside Joe. Pretty exquisite. That is the biggest compliment you've ever given me in the history of us knowing each other. You know, I'm going to take that. I'm going to wear that with pride. The pretty exquisite Riverside Joe. I decided to uh, throw you a little bone. You know, don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only kind of bone you can throw, bro. You're not. You're not capable of throwing any big bones. <laughs> gotcha. Oh man. So we took a kind of took a week off, and uh, work schedules yeah. kind of what does it but uh other than that man we're back we're finally getting uh we were supposed to have a uh, drew dober last week we had some uh, scheduling conflict basically some team events kind of uh got in the way of everything and then my work schedule got in the way of everything and work in general sucked so hey you know what we're finally live we're here mma to the max do this now let's get uh right down into the thick of things joe it's a new week. Yeah. It's a new drink. What are you drinking this Ooh, week? It is. I've been saving this because I wanted to drink it Sunday when we had our wonderful guest Drew Dober on. I am drinking Elysian's Split Shot. It is a 
espresso milk stout brought to you by the wonderful people at Elysium Brewing Company. Yeah, Elysium so and it's, wonderful, uh, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking good, bro. It's really good. I like it. I like, you know, black coffee. Um, so you got the little coffee taste to it. It's got, you know, nice little stouty kick to it. It's fucking good. I'll drink it all day. <laughs> what you got, brother? Whew. Well, I was debating, but uh, I couldn't figure out what I wanted to drink tonight. So I ended up just sticking with a classic um, garage brewing mm. marshmallow milk stout. I, I was thinking about drinking some Bottle Logic IPAs, um, but uh, I just... I just wasn't in the mood for an IPA tonight, so I went with the uh, the marshmallow milk stout as usual. It's not a bad way to go, man. It's kind of like me and Stone IPAs. Yeah. Like I can't not drink them; they're oh. so damn good. I'm also mixing it with the uh, delicious Red Bull. So, oh, dude, that's real good. Mix your uppers and your downers. Um, Seattle, just... Washington. Um, Alistine is out of Seattle, Washington. Oh yeah, Brandon was asking about that. So yeah, Brandon, there you go, buddy. It's good. I haven't had anything from them that I don't enjoy. It's nothing that's gonna, you know, like set new bars or standards for great tasting beers, but they're all good. <laughs> that's that's a lot to say. Ish. Not good ish. They're good. <laughs> it's, we're not talking about your ability to get the fucking live stream going, which is good ish. Well, if somebody didn't jump on as <laughs> MMA to the max and share the live stream that was already shared, it wouldn't have screwed everything up. Hey, dude, I'm bipolar, so I figured our podcast should be. Let's do this shit. You're bisexual, too, but we don't talk about that. We both know I have no sexuality whatsoever. That's a good point. Let's jump mm-hmm. in down into it, man. People want to hear about us. Ta- want to hear us talking about MMA and acting and pretending like we actually know what we're talking about. Little they didn't, do they know that we don't. Um, last week, yeah, no UFC card. Just like this week, there's no wasn't. UFC card, but there was <clears throat> any, an amazing Bellator card. And it was one of the best Bellator cards I remember ever seen, um, especially the main card. The results of the main event didn't really go down the way I thought it would, but let's get right Either. into it, man. Fedor Emelianenko survives a little scare when uh, Mir caught him and mm-hmm. uh, ends up turning the clock back a little bit and stopping Frank Mir in, what, like 48 seconds? Yeah, something something quick. The problem is, is Mir's falling in love with his boxing, but his chin hasn't fallen in love with getting hit. Um, he is a good boxer, <laughs> but defensively, he has a lot of holes, and those those holes get taken advantage of when he fights good strikers. Fader's uh, chin has still got a little bit of ground on it. He he got wobbled, but he stuck to it, and then Frank got greedy and left his chin out there. Got popped with like a, it was like a left shovel punch, like hook maybe. That caught Mir right on the tip of the chin, it looked like. And it was an uppercut that caught him and, and dropped him. It was an uppercut? Yeah, it was an uppercut. Or a shovel or an uppercut, but yeah. It was quick, too. Like, the camera didn't even catch it on the, on the first shot. You didn't see it until the replay, so. Yeah, Fedor looked quick. I'll give him that. He definitely looked faster than Mir. He was smaller by, what, 20 pounds. Oh, yeah. But he's definitely a lot faster than Frank was. Yeah, and uh, it, it was, uh, I, I didn't think Fedor had anything left in the tank, and, and I assumed that Mir was going to, be able to finish him just because you know you see you see the weigh-ins and you see that what the way Mir looked. I yeah, mean, he looked in really good shape. Looked like he uh, he's enjoying the non-Usada Usada Usada testing. Yeah, he's been eating a lot of kangaroo meat, I guess, huh? Maybe I shouldn't be drinking that Red Bull, man. I'm all fidgety <laughs> now. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he, he definitely looked like he was in great shape, man. Ready to go. I thought he would get Fredor, but uh, uh, too bad. I, I mean, Frank is 
Who's he, who's he going to fight now? I don't fucking know, man. I mean... Roy Nelson will put him to sleep. <laughs> the, Matt Mitrione will put him to sleep. I mean, the, both. I mean, he could fight the winner or loser of Nelson and Krokop, but both of them are rematches, and both of them were boring. So I'm not really interested yeah. in seeing either of them again. I, I but, think uh, Big Country will put him to sleep this time because I just don't think he's got it anymore, man. Yeah. He needs to get people on the ground and use his jujitsu. But I do know, I do know, who Theodore is fighting next. Who is he fighting next? He's fighting this huge guy, right? Like a guy who's got to cut mad weight to make two, uh, 265. Not only is this the scariest, deadliest, most dangerous fighter on the Bellator roster, the dude's also undefeated. Never beaten. Never tied. One Chael Sonnen. <laughs> he's, he's, he's never been beaten? That's right. The undefeated been... Chael Sonnen. <laughs> where, where, this, where, the, where are you getting this stat from? I mean, I, I'm, I've been a big fan himself. of Chael's for, for quite some time, and, and I do see some losses on his record. Nope, those those are figments of everybody's imagination. Chael Sonnen is undefeated. All right, it's the Mandela effect, right? Yeah. That's what it is. I've Undefe- got some kind of Mandela effect. Thinking <laughs> undefeated, he's lost undefeated and untested. <laughs> untested. Okay, look, Chell, I love you, buddy. But I think you bit off just a bit more than you can chew with this Fedor fight. He didn't look that much smaller than Fedor, though. He only no. looked about 10, 15 pounds smaller. He's like he's put some size on. And if he could avoid avoid the submission on the ground, I think he's got a really good chance of pulling off the decision win. I think he can take him down and ground and pound him for three rounds. It's only a three round fight. Exactly, exactly. Bellator does not use five round uh, five round fights for their main events like the UFC does. So only for championship know, bouts. Yeah, yeah, of course. So you you know it's going to be the main event, and I think Chell's got a good chance of pulling it off. He can get in quick on him and get him take him to the ground. I mean. I'm trying to think in all of my Fedor history, does he really have great takedown defense? Pretty good. But Chell's relentless and got really, really good takedown offense. So It's gonna be know, a good I'm fight. Change, I'm excited. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and throw my, my hat in the pile or in the ring for uh good old Chell Sonnen. Yeah. Not just that, because it would just be awesome to see Chell Sonnen beat Fedor Emilianenko. <laughs> uh, that would not only would that be awesome, but to see him fighting for the heavyweight belt against one other person who's going to win and who's not a heavyweight, which is Ryan Bader. Yeah, well, Ryan Bader was our consensus uh, pick to win the whole thing the minute it was uh, the tournament was announced. So, yeah, yeah, we both we both figured Chael would win. I think we both thought Mir would win, and then we thought Mir would beat Chael on that side of the lineup, and then. Um, we both thought that, uh, or did you? I don't remember how we thought. I always thought Mitrione was going to beat. Um, Big yeah, and then, I had, and then I had Bader beating Mitrione. Yeah, so. and that's the way I see it too. So Bader's going to beat uh, King Mo. He's going to be able to out wrestle him, I think, and out strike him. And his speed and his agility, I think, is going to get the better of King Mo. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, that's, that's yeah. the heavyweight tournament. Yeah, that's that's later. That's the way we see it. Also yeah. on the card, uh, Dylan Dennis made his long-awaited. Ooh. UFC or UFC MMA debut. Do you even train UFC, bro? No, gotta love those Freudian slips. Uh, made his MMA <laughs> debut in Bellator, and again, kind of like Fedor, had a little scare. He was getting pieced up on the feet by uh, he was Kyle Walker. Pieced the shit up, <laughs> yeah. dude. He's got dude. Look, his jujitsu bar none. The best, some of the best in MMA, if not the best in MMA, and definitely the best in the Bellators. 170 pound division or catch weight of 75 whatever but uh his striking leaves a shit ton to be desired man it's it's oh yeah absolutely he's got a lot of work to do he was standing like connor 
trying to move, but he does not have the precision, the speed, the accuracy, the timing, the distance management of a Conor <laughs> McGregor. We, well, I mean, he's he's copied everything else about Conor McGregor. He might as well try to copy his striking style. <laughs> so, well, if you're gonna copy somebody, he's one of the greatest. So why not? And you train with a guy, you're trying to copy his mouthpiece. Yeah, his, his mouthpiece but, is his uh, his clothing, his style. It's, it's yeah. whatever. But yeah, once he hit the ground, man, it was like it was a wrap. And yeah, yeah, it so totally dominated him. I was I was walking through it, um, showing my wife what he was doing, and I'm like, oh, oh it's done. She goes, how do you know? I'm like, well, because his right leg, the way he's got his his instep on uh, Walker's uh, right leg, and he can't cross over. He can't use that leg to defend. So basically, it's all of Dylan Downis minus one leg attacking one leg of Walker. I'm like, so he's he's not gonna be able to do anything. He's out of position, out of harm. It was beautiful leg lock submission. Um, was it? Technically, a toe hook, I think. Right? Yeah, a toe it was hold. a toe hold. Yeah, it was. It was beautiful. Yeah, it yeah. was great. It's nice to see a toe hold submission in MMA. It's very rare. Um, yeah, he calls out Ben Askren afterwards. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing that fight though, because you know it's going to the ground, and now we're going to see what kind of guard game Dylan Danis has. They're, yeah, but they're which, like they're they're separated by an, an entire weight class, being the 155 division. Is it in between them? <laughs> so. Like Dan, Danis. No, Danis. Danis is, is seventy. Was he, was he fighting at seventy? I thought he was fighting. Yeah, they fought. They fought at seventy-five. Catch then up. I am freaking lost on my. Yeah. All right. Then I'm wrong. It's all right. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Nah, not very often. No, I like being right. Feels good. <laughs> Feels good. Yeah, but either either way, man, he's calling. He's he's uh he's calling out Ben Askren. I don't see that even possibly happening. Yeah, I don't see. That Ben Askren's going to fight in Bellator. That was what I heard from Scott Coker. He doesn't see. He's like, I don't see him fighting in Bellator. So, whatever that means for that potential fight. But I did like how he said it's going to be a jiu-jitsu clinic. And on that that main card, there were one, two, three, four submissions on five fights. Oh, yeah. That was fun. And if you look at the overall card, it was submission, decision, or knock, and the only knockouts were the, the first and last fight. Yeah, the main card is all four, five, yeah. six, seven submissions, one card. Well, the main card in general is all finishes. That's why it was great. And uh, only one yeah. of the fights got out of the first round, and that was the yeah. uh, the, the uh, 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 Neiman Gracie fight. Neiman Gracie, and yeah. And Neiman Gracie is still undefeated. And the question I need to ask, could he be the, the one that brings the Gracie name back to the forefront? You know what? I was watching this fight, and I was kind of thinking about that, too, because the Gracie name for any of the new fans, you know, we'll call him the Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor fucking Conor McGregor <laughs> error fans, have no idea who Gracies are. You know, like, they don't get it. They might have heard the name. They might have, you know, seen this out of the other. So I was watching it because it's not the game that it used to be. You have to be well-rounded. Grounded, you know, granted, you have your strong skill, your main skill set, your jujitsu. But you have to have some kind of stand-up when you start getting these upper-level fighters. If you don't, you're not going to be able to get inside on them. You're not going to be able to get them taken down. And they're going to have good enough you know, jiu-jitsu to scramble out. They're mm-hmm. you know, these high-end guys. Um, I think his striking is pretty good. I'm not going to call it's it better. Great. It's better than it's other Gracie good. fighters. I mean, 100% better than, than other Gracie fighters. Yes. It's pretty good. I don't know how he's training. I don't know if he's focusing on his stand-up because he knows he's got jujitsu in the bag you know doing jujitsu one day a week and striking five days a week or something i, I don't know but who calls a landline that, that his, who calls the landline 
Who has a landline? <laughs> <laughs> That's the bigger question. Um, so yeah, I think he could be the one to bring the uh, the Gracie name back into to the forefront of MMA. Bellator unfortunately isn't going to give him the the same spotlight he would if he was in the UFC. But yeah. in all honesty, he's not quite ready for that name to be in the UFC because he's got to be a little bit better on his feet before he can become Absolutely. like something spotlighted. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Javier Torres did a good job against him. It was a good fight, but yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, Mike was asking about uh, where do we rank Askren at 155. Um, I think he could make 155, and I would love to see him fight at that weight class. Uh, but at 170, I definitely have him at uh, definitely top five easily. I think, oh, easily top five. Easily. Yeah. I mean, there's just no question see. in my mind. You got you can go top three Walter Waits. You can probably even put him in there. You got you know GSP Woodley. I think is one of the best, even though he's the boringest fighter that ever walked the face of the earth. <laughs> Dude, they're talking about um, there, there's rumors about Woodley versus Nate Diaz finally actually being put into work right now. So, that will be fine, but it it Diaz is going to get smashed. Oh God, yeah, most likely. Diaz, I just, I'm, he's I wrestling. Agree, I don't agree with the, the fight being made. So. Yeah, I mean, it'll be fun. Like, I'm I'm going to watch it, right? But, look, I love Diaz, but, you know, there's two things he's not very good at doing, and that's checking leg kicks and stopping takedowns. Yeah, that's a fair point. You got point. one of the most explosive guys in, in MMA shooting for a double leg on a Diaz. He's going to get him down. I mean, I think the the old the old theory with the Diaz is, yeah, take me down. My guard game's strong. Well, yeah. his guard game's strong at 55, but his guard game is not going to be strong with the fucking – <laughs> someone who's as athletic as fucking strong and explosive and fucking big as Tyron Woodley. Your guard game ain't going to be shit against a guy of that size because let's be honest, Nate Diaz is a 55er and Woodley is, other than his height, like he's big. He could be an 85er, you know, like yeah. when um, Hector Lombard did a little stint at 85 too. Like he was small in height, but not small in size. I think, I think you get the same thing out of uh, yeah. good old um, Tyron Woodley. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Keith asks, uh, what are the chances Ben Askren ever gets a UFC shot? I'm going to say zero. <laughs> the same chances that we see Conor McGregor fight in the UFC this year? Well, if you believe the rumors, I mean, that's got at least a decent chance after Ramadan, so or however you say it. Yeah, maybe, maybe he'll do it because he feels like he owes the UFC and the fans something, but uh, it's not like his character to owe or feel like he owes anyone anything, so maybe yeah. not. I agree, but uh, enough with Bellator. Let's, Bellator uh, is a whore. Let's talk about some Scott big, Coco. giant piece of news that came out earlier. I didn't exactly read the entire pizza article. News? Yeah, the pizza news. I didn't read the entire article, but it's it still clickbait. it was pretty much clickbait for me, but uh, Oscar De La Hoya is getting into the MMA scene. Or is attempting to, or wanting to, or talking about to yeah. sign Chuck Liddell? And wanting to sign Chuck Liddell as his first fighter. Which, uh, so, you know what, let me tell you something. Eight years ago, would have been super excited. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know, There is there, well first off, is there, is there space in the, MS, in, in the, in the atmosphere of MMA for another league? There's really not much space for a B-League. There's the UFC, 
Bellator is kind of a B league, and then there's space for regional promotions underneath that. So what what is Oscar what is Oscar going to do? Is he going to compete with the UFC? No. Is he going to be able to compete with Bellator? No. no. Bellator's got Viacom. And is uh, he going to be able to compete with King of the Cage? Okay, <laughs> maybe, which is fine. But what kind of what kind of impact is that really going to have on MMA? I I mean, I just think he I. I think he's only honestly only doing it because he saw the Connor Floyd money and he wants to try to create that own piece of pie for himself. Like he, he doesn't want a piece of the pie. He wants to try to bake the pie. Yeah. But okay. So he signs Chuck Liddell as what, as, as to manage Chuck and then gets Chuck involved in a freak show fight. Something like that. I don't know. Um, Joaquin said, uh, made a good point of the senior circuit of MMA, which is, you know, there's been, maybe there's been talks, maybe let them do like, you know, TRT, <laughs> you know, so so what I could what I see I'm trying to compare him to what we have as our typical MMA promotions, right? Maybe he's going to do with the typical boxing style promotion, just get two fighters, make a freak show, mm. sell the hell out of Chuck Liddell versus I don't know, Frank Shamrock. Let's just get these two guys on here. Let's sell the hell out of it and see what we can do. And just, you know, sell fight per fight. Not necessarily be a promotion, a league, so to speak, as, you know, what we have now. Uh, more than just promoters, promotions, or leagues. Maybe he's just going to try to put together a handful of UFC, uh-oh, Freudian slip, MMA fights. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I've, there's just been a lot of talk about everybody getting I mean, we're still waiting on Floyd to show up in the, in the UFC world, the MMA world, you know? So, yeah. We'll see what happens. Um Joaquin made a point here. He's trying to steal the 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 Latin demo. My brain is totally frozen up on me right now. One of the former founders of the original Go of the UFC with the Gracies, uh, he started a um, a Spanish mixed martial arts league promotion, uh, Combat Americana, I think it's called, right? Oh, Combate, yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that. So, so that actually is doing really, really well, uh, Joaquin. If you're interested in in the Latino. MMA scene like that's there that exists it's Combate Americana I believe it's called or yeah. Combate just straight like that one of those two give it a shot it's good MMA it's you know, again we like the smaller guys the typically smaller guys it's good decent B-level MMA like it's it's alright and yeah, and they, a lot of their guys will move up to the UFC as as you know like a little farming facility for them too and get the big name I agree but, and uh, Mike, Mike over here is saying he, he saw that Edson Barbosa wants to come back pretty quick quick turnaround and uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, after the uh, when we reviewed his fight with uh, Kevin Lee, we were basically on the f- on the same side of Barbosa needs to take some time off. <laughs> yeah, he needs to. He, he just took two back to back ass whippings from two some, of the best ground and pound fighters ever. Uh, Keith, uh-huh. Keith Schill and Campbell McLaren is the name that we were uh, blanking. Oh, thank that. you. Um, you, but yeah, he just took two back-to-back ass whoopings from two of the best in the uh, in the uh, like in, in, in the game period in the game, and he needs to take some time off. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, he he needs to he needs to recoup. I don't necessarily think he needs to go and like tighten anything up. Um, I mean, his take again, he got a lot of shit for takedown defense lacking. His takedown defense is pretty freaking good. But you got two of the best takedown guys in a row on your ass. Yeah, and both very strong, both very relentless. Um, 
chain wrestling when you got someone who chain wrestles the same way that uh, Khabib does. It's it's tough. I still don't think that he he's got a he's got holes in his wrestling game, sure, but I, I don't think he needs. I just think he needs to recover, let his fucking brain swell go down a little bit, you know? Yeah, for sure. Man, we're having some skipping issues on this yeah. live video. It's pretty crazy. We've never had this oh, yeah? before. Yeah. So. That sucks. It I does, why. but it happens. So. Ba- Facebook's been tripping today, dog. It's been tripping. And I'll be pouring some beer. Gonna drink it real good. I don't know. I, I could <laughs> run beer with queer, and I didn't think that, that was appropriate. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, happy th- Thursday, everybody. It's, pr- it's probably on my end with my computer, dude. I probably got something running in the background that I didn't check, but it's whatever. Um, yeah, we have out. a we have a, a fight announced. Paul Felder got his uh, next yes. fight booked, but it wasn't Dan Hangman Hooker who no, called him out. No, right I like this. Fight. I like instead. It's it's James Vick. Yeah, I, I like Hooker's call out. I like Felder's response, and I like this fucking fight i think Vic versus felder is going to be fireworks oh yeah and absolutely. i think the person who wins wins this fight is going to may start making a bigger name for themselves felder's doing a good job because of his commentary his name is getting known james Vic is a guy who most people should know he's bad fucking ass dude oh, yeah. um should be a good, good good fun fun fight fireworks how do you see it going i i see a lot of people that are in on Vic right now but i just I seriously think that uh, it just reminds me. It's going to remind me a lot of the uh, time that Vic uh, fought uh, Benil Dariush and was just absolutely starched, knocked right out. I think Felder's going to connect. I really do. I, I well, I can definitely see that happening. It's very good likelihood of that happening. But I think that stylistically, Dariush and Felder are two, you know, two opposite sides of the spectrum when it comes to their stand-up technique and in speed and you know angles and whatnot and i think that's part of what got in the way for um for james vick's chin i think felder can knock him out but i want to see this go to the ground i want to see uh, some of vick's jujitsu on felder and see how that pans out vick's got some good jujitsu felder's got good anti-jujitsu yeah. and i mean vick is decent at using his range and uh, but at the same time, he he does get himself into some sort and a little bit of trouble. Uh, he, when he fought Francisco Trinaldo, he allowed Trinaldo yeah. to end up coming back. And Tr- even Trinaldo, as short as he is, short and stocky, was still tagging Vic. Yeah, Vic Vic was doing a good job of keeping him on the outside of his punch. But as his jab started to slow down, Trinaldo was able to time it better and get inside on him, you know, and, and use a feint to time off it, um, which I could see. Um, Felder doing as well, but Felder's a bit bigger than Trinaldo, a little bit more plotting in his typical style. Um, yeah, it, it's gonna be fireworks. It's good. It's a good fight. I don't know if it's Felder in two. I don't know if Vic wins easy. I just think it's fireworks, man. It should be a good fight. It's a great, yeah, it's a great fight. And uh, well, I mean, hey, since Keith's in the chat right now watching the video, why don't we just jump into the meat and bones of this episode? Meat and potatoes. The meat and potatoes. We got uh, mm-hmm. next week. We got UFC two twenty four. Yes, we do. Yeah, oh Nune- yes, we yeah. do. Women's bantamweight champion Amanda Nunez finally returning to the cage after winning a very close, somewhat controversial decision against uh, Valentina Shevchenko. I gave it to the bullet. I did too, but I wasn't really mad about the decision. But uh, no, me either. 
she's defending against Raquel Pennington, good old Rocky. And this is a Raquel Pennington coming off of a about a two year layoff from a car accident. Yeah, it's like <laughs> with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 400 something. It's like 400 something days, 500 days. Yeah. From a car accident, man. And I think they should have given her a warm-up fight. Is she? Does she deserve a title shot? Sure. You know, she's a good fighter. She had a good little win streak going. Sure. But she just was off due to a car accident for nearly two years. Let's give her a warm-up fight and then get her in there with Amanda Nunes. Oh, yeah. But I, they're throwing her straight to the wolf, man. And I don't I don't like her chances. I don't like her odds at all. Not even close, dude. Yeah. There's no way she's going to win this fight. I mean, even then, I wasn't really high on her odds in the first place. But even coming off this layoff, I just negative no. odds. No. I, I, look, Rocky's too slow. Not nearly as strong as Amanda. Amanda's faster. She's stronger. Um, okay, if I'm going to give her Kelly anything, she might be a little bit more technically sound with her striking, but it's it's not the same. Amanda will lack a little bit of her technique because she's got the speed and power to make up the difference. Though Amanda's technique isn't isn't bad at all. She's got good striking technique. Yeah. But maybe Raquel's a little bit crisper, a little bit tight. I'm trying to give Raquel something here. That's the only thing I can give her. <laughs> I, because like, I, think, she's you're, not I think you're reaching here. <laughs> I, I, I am. Because she's not going to out-wrestle Amanda. Amanda's technically too good there and too strong there. Amanda's a beautiful black belt in jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. Raquel doesn't stand a chance against her. I, I'm sorry. I don't see it getting out of the second round. I see TKO. Yeah, and I... I, I... <sighs> I thought they should have just given it to uh, Ketlin Vieira. I honestly did, especially yeah. after she came off of that absolute thrashing of Kat Zingano, which she was so weirdly scored a split decision. I, I'm still stewing about mm-hmm. that every time I think about it. But, uh, yeah, Ketlin Vieira, she's an absolute beast. She's still undefeated. She's thrashed everybody she's fought. And mm-hmm. I, I think she would be a better and more exciting fight and tougher fight for Amanda Nunez. Yeah, I think she'd be tougher. I think she'd go forward. She'd dirty box with her a little bit, get her against the cage, try to do some takedowns, um, get back on the outside, work back in. <clears throat> but we'll see. The UFC knows what they're doing, I guess. I, I don't know. But it's nice to see the women headline another another oh, good yeah. card. Oh, yeah, another definitely. Another good card. And, uh, I mean, this is just a stopgap fight for the most part, man. I mean, we all know that eventually yeah. it's leading to Nunez versus Cyborg. Yeah, and that's and I wonder. I mean, Cyborg just took the fight that she had against somebody whose name doesn't even fucking matter at this point. Look, just a bloated, guy. yeah, a bloated fucking uh, bantamweight as always. Um, and then now you got Megan Anderson gonna fight. That's how tired uh, I am. I grab the bottle instead of the fucking cup. I know it's crazy. <laughs> Megan Anderson's gonna fight uh, Holly Holm. So the winner of that one, I guess, is supposed to get the title shot next, or I mean, is the winner. Of- like because Amanda Nunez needs that shot at 45. I think she's the only one that can compete with Chris at any level. Yeah, I mean, I 
I think I think Nunez and Cyborg is a fantastic fight. I really do. I think it's a fantastic fight. I think it's going to be great. But yeah, I mean, my money's still on Cyborg. <laughs> so, oh yeah, but I think I think Amanda goes the distance, and I think Amanda touches her more than Holly did, and it touches her harder than Holly did. Yeah, but I still I still give it to uh, Cyborg all the way. Oh yeah, I I completely um, agree, man. I just. I just I don't I don't see anything happening for Raquel. I think Amanda Nunez defends easily. Honestly, I think it stopped in the first round, and yeah. she still doesn't get the respect she deserves. No, for whatever reason, she doesn't get the respect that she deserves because she is she's badass fighter out there, man. I'd put her on the pound for pound list. She's fucking good. She's a really good fighter. She's a great fighter. She's total. She's completely elite. And I mean, yeah. she used to be just not like she used to be just underwhelming she used to she wasn't fighting her potential yes. then eventually just like you know we all saw what happened everybody's talking about ronda rousey's the greatest but no the game just hadn't yeah. caught up to her her skill level yet and once it caught up it completely surpassed and the top of that food chain is amanda nunez for that women's bantamweight division yep i mean 100 yeah there's just she's the top and uh, especially because now she has a decent gas tank she went five rounds yeah, she went five rounds, looked good the entire <laughs> time. Good. So like, that is she didn't gas out at yeah, all. The lioness with the gas tank is absolutely scary. So yeah, her <laughs> her she's on a how many fight win streak here? One, two, three, four, five, six fight win streak. Uh, her last loss was to Kat Zingano. She got TKO'd. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think that um, yeah. And uh, to answer your question there, uh, Keith, yeah, Cyborg has the gas tank to go five. Her last. Uh, her yeah, fight with Holly Holm, she went five, and she looked fantastic. And she looked, she looked as good as any man in eyeliner can. <laughs> We're not doing that on this show, man. We're not doing that on this show. We I are know, above that. I love Chris. We're above that. I love. Chris. No, we're not. <laughs> You're especially not. Ah, oh, Jesus! Uh, in the co-main event, a really intriguing fight. The alligator is back. Ronaldo Jacare Souza. Taking on yeah. Kelvin Gastelum. That's a great fight. How do you fight. see this one going? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I I, I want to say that Kelvin's undersized for the division. I because Which he, he but, is. But he's only lost once in the division. <laughs> so To a former champion. To a former champion mm-hmm. that he almost starched in the first round. If he had like five yep. or ten more seconds. You know, unlike what people say about the Cody Garbrandt and TJ fight where, oh, ten more seconds, you know. Cody would have won that fight, even though TJ was already starting to get back to his feet. Yeah. Weidman was literally saved by the bell. He was pretty much out. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah Calvin <laughs> rang his bell real good on that yeah, one. So um, so I think I think the problem with this is, um, unless Jacques Gray gets knocked out, if Calvin tries to go to the ground... I'm just afraid that uh, Jacques Ray's jiu-jitsu is going to be too tight for him. And on the feet, he's only given up a one-inch reach advantage and four-inch height advantage. Yeah. So he's going to be able to get inside on Jacques Ray. I think I think he can win. I just I I think he can. I'm just trying to see how. See if if the Weidman fight didn't happen, I would be more inclined to be on the side of Gaslam. But w- the second round of that Weidman fight really kind of. Open my size eyes. Issue. The size issue and his game off his back. I don't. Well, that's just it. Jacare is not going to put him on his back. Oh, I think Jacare is going to put him on his back. He's got very oh, underrated so? takedowns. 
his trips are absolutely phenomenal. So. He, he does have good trips. You're, you got a good point, but I just don't. I think if anything, Calvin takes him down, and maybe he sweeps or something. But so you're saying that Jacare's size is going to give him an advantage on top. I think it, I think his strength. Yeah, I think his strength in jiu-jitsu wins this fight for Jacare. I do. Unless unless yeah. now caveat here, unless Jacare continues to be a boxer, which I mean it's worked out well for him, pretty well, you know. But uh, if he decides to just stand with Gaslam the entire time, then that's a difference. <laughs> that's that, that, that's a little different story there. Yeah, Ga- Gaslam's boxing is fucking beautiful. Yeah, he's got real that and his boxing and, and his and his side to side movement, his trunk movement, and all that stuff is what got him inside on on Weidman and, and dropped him. So yeah, he could do it, and, and like that's what I'm trying to see. Like I'm trying to see how. How is he going to use his boxing to get inside on Jacare? Because again, he's only got a one-inch reach disadvantage. Though he's yeah. a lot shorter, his, his, he's going to be able to touch you when you don't think he can because of his height. So that's that's what I'm leaning towards is his actual reach advantage versus height disadvantage kind of ratio there as as being a benefit to him. So that's what I'm trying to. I, I think he can win. I'm just trying to see how it'll happen. Yeah, I know. I, I'm. I, mean, I agree. Um, Women's straw weight action. Yes. The completely overpushed already in my mind. Huh? Overpushed, big time. Yeah. What? The the, huh? the pretty young girl with the nice body that has one dimension when it comes to her fighting style. Where have we seen that before? Pushed to the forefront. No. Yeah. Mackenzie Dern uh. makes a return, taking on Amanda Cooper. ABC. Uh, well, this is your thing, this is your classic grappler versus striker match. It really is. I know, but this is the problem: is Mackenzie Dern is got shit for hands, dude. Okay, she needs to go take stand up classes from Dylan Dennis. Like he can <laughs> teach her a fucking thing or two. She's got shit for hands, dude. She backs, puts her chin up in the air, throws punches. Back. She needs to work. And she tra- changed camps fucking like two weeks ago. That's right. She, uh, she's well. But then again, though, she's been training uh, for her ground game. She's been training at Checkmat, and then yes. for her striking, she's been at Black House. So I, I get that she's changed camps, but it's not like she's like without camps. She's training with some elite people. Correct. I I, I understand that, but it's just like okay, the game plan and. What she needs to do as a young fighter, and I'm going to be parroting something the the great Luke Thomas says, young fighters need to take a little bit more time between fights because between fights is when you develop. Mackenzie Dern does not need to do any jiu-jitsu for the next year and a half, you know, save, again, once a week just to roll. She needs to do what she doesn't feel comfortable doing. She needs to get in there and fucking strike. She needs to spar light. She needs to work on her technique spar light with someone who's really good, who's not going to hurt her, and have her learn to keep her chin down, keep her hands up, learn the distance. She needs to learn how to fucking strike. Yeah. So she can use agree. that to get inside and get people on the ground. Her striking is shit. And striker versus grappler, every fight starts on the feet. Yeah. And that that's basically the gist of this fight is uh, if Dern gets it down, the fight's over. But if she can't Easily. get Cooper down... Cooper's gonna box her up. Cooper is a legit. She's got legit boxing. She's good. Yeah, yeah. Her striking, her good hands boxer. are good. So it's 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 literally grappler versus striker matchup, and it all depends. The winner depends on who imposes their game. That's basically it. 
If McKenzie wants to go in there and just close her eyes and start throwing haymakers left and right, she's going to get pieced up. So Yeah, she's going to get pieced up. And and if one thing was proven in her last fight, that she doesn't really have great takedowns and great entries of her own. Um, she yeah. fought uh, Ashley Yoder. Ashley Yoder... Ashley Yoder is a great grappler in her own right. So that's a little different. It's going to be harder to take down someone like Yoder, who's a good grappler in their own right. But Yoder is, you know, years ahead in her grappling, or excuse me, her striking. Mm-hmm. So so in this one, I guess what I'm trying to say is Mackenzie Dern's inability to take people down might not be as big of a um, detriment in this particular fight. So maybe that's why they booked her against a straight striker. So figure she keeps her hands up, gets in close, takes her down, gets the submission, and pulls it off. I don't know. I I I don't know who they're. I mean, obviously they're pushing Dern more, but Amanda Cooper's not ugly at all. She's very attractive. So I mean, I think this could be a win-win for the UFC either way. Even though Cooper hasn't been pushed as much as Mackenzie Dern. So, well, I I think Mackenzie Dern is also bringing with her a fan base. I don't know. I don't follow either of them on Twitter or Instagram, but I can guarantee you Mackenzie Dern has more. She's got a better PR team behind her. She's, she's got, already she's, won. She's got a lot. She's got more of a lot of things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down, Robert. You're picking it up. But, you know, she, I'm picking it up. Joey Diaz had something to say about that, too, which got him in a little hot water. <laughs> I don't know if you heard his comments. The I Cal- won't repeat Cal- them. Beeb. Yeah. Um, but Mackenzie Dern already has that following. She's already built up. She's a she's a name in the jiu-jitsu community. Anybody in jiu-jitsu knows who Mackenzie Dern is. So oh, she's yeah. bringing people with her. So it's easier to push somebody that's got a wave behind them. So Amanda Cooper, again, all the things the UFC typically uses to push, skilled and attractive. Yeah, she's a cute girl. She's a skilled fighter. But she doesn't have any wave behind her. Yeah. So why try to why try to build a tsunami when you've got, you know, jaws breaking right here? <laughs> Use that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree. And uh, I just, I just, I'm just curious when it comes to Duran, like how the uh, Brazilians and their are gonna accept her fake Brazilian accent. Just <laughs> what kind of accent is that? She wasn't she pretty much like raised in Arizona, like from seven or eight years old on. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure she was born in Brazil, but then she moved up uh, to Arizona. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. I, I mean, don't know exactly. I don't know exactly when, but yeah, she's it, been in Arizona. It, fucking it's, most it's, the accent has changed so much over the years. Yeah, it's it's so weird, but it's whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Still yes. fun fighter. Still fun jujitsu. But yeah, let's see if she can. Let's see what she can pull off this victory. I, I do think she's gonna win. But speaking of fun fighters, though, John yeah. Lin- John Lineker is back. And he's fighting Brian Kelleher, who just came off of an absolute demolition of former bandaweight champion Hennon Burrell. And um, this fight um, is wow, going to good. be sick. This is easily your front run- runner for fight of the night. Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm looking at Lineker's stand-up and his striking versus Brian Kelleher's striking versus Brian Kelleher's takedown defense, which he doesn't have to worry about. <sighs> Lineker hits fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. Hard. That's a lot of power in a little guy. Fuck, dude. Wasn't he trying to make 25 for a while there, too? <laughs> he was making it, and then he then he had tr- started having trouble, yeah, as he got older. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, um, you, you look at his record, and you think, damn, Lineker's been around forever. I mean, he kind of has, but he's, he's not that old. So No, no. It, it, it's just crazy. It's it's a sick fight, and I can't wait. I absolutely cannot. I wait. don't. I don't know. I don't know how to score. I don't know where to put it. 
I, I just want to watch it. I just want to watch it. I don't <laughs> want to pick anybody. I just want to watch. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I do think Lineker stops him. I, I think Lineker catches him. Um, Henan Burrell was before he gassed in the second round was tagging and piecing up Brian Kelleher. Um, yeah. So I, I really do think that Lineker is going to stop him. It's, it's possible. So Kelleher's a little bit more well-rounded if he can get stunned and get it to the ground. I mean, he doesn't have takedowns like TJ, which TJ ran right through Lineker every single step of the way on his takedowns. God, that TJ, that but, TJ uh, that fought him was amazing. God, that's the best. That's the best fighter I've ever seen. <laughs> ever, yeah. dude. So smart, man. Damn, so good. And uh, so, starting off the main card of this fight. Speaking or, of, of the card, seniors league, the seniors league from earlier. Yeah, this is like on the on the main card. This is the only uh, non-Brazilian versus the world fight. It's Brazil versus Brazil. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Vitor Belfort in his retirement fight. Uh, facing Lyoto Machida, coming off a controversial decision win over Eric Anders, and uh, this is a fight I was wanting to see a long time ago. Eight years ago, this would have given me <laughs> chills. I'd have been like, "Ooh, um, right now it's um." It's whoever who, whose chin's deteriorated less, I guess. Yeah, who, whoever touches whose chin first. Uh, if we go on speed, Leota's got it. If we go on power, Vitor historically has had that. Yeah. Uh, I just I I don't know I don't know what this fight. I mean, I I I think Vitor if he blitzes, uh, Machida takes him out. Maybe, or, or Machida can use a karate sidestep and fucking karate chop him in the neck. I don't think he has the speed anymore. I really do think that Belfort might be faster than him at this point. Machida's entire style revolved around, around his speed and how much faster he was than everybody. Um, unfortunately, he's gotten older and his speed has deteriorated. And I th- He's also gone down a weight class. Yeah, he's yeah, a lot even, faster than everybody else at 205. Yeah, even then, though, I mean... I just his his whole his whole style his whole his whole game re- re- revolved around his speed. You can't really be a fighter using karate without speed. <laughs> it's just no. karate just doesn't translate like that. It really I'm it, sorry it doesn't. And uh, no, it's it's all about speed. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I mean, if he gets out of the first round, he wins because Belfort typically breaks after the first round. So um, it it, it all depends on how long the fight lasts. But I, I, I think Belfort blitzes him in the first round, and he catches that chin. Well, that's that's Belfort's mo. It's the same thing he tried to do against Weidman. Just thinking back on some of the fights where Bitor broke after the first round, right? Yeah, blitzing you weather you weather his storm, you 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 win. So if Machida can be prepared for that and maybe time the blitz with the takedown, neither of them are known for having great jujitsu or wrestling. But if he can time it for a takedown or grapple and hold him in and, and just wear him out. He can win. I, I mean, look, just like I, I didn't want to pick anybody in the Lineker Kelleher fight uh, because I'm so excited about it, I don't really give a fuck to pick anyone in the Belfort Machida fight. So excited? It is what it, no, no. So. What you, what you're, you're not excited. You're just riding the fence. That's what you do. I'm a habitual line rider. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's right. That's you're gonna wait till the last it. minute to make your pick, and you're not gonna tell anybody yes. about it. No, why would I? That's horrible, man. Well, what would I tell buddy? That's because you know you're going to pick the opposite of me because you want your uh, pick to win. Well, my picks are <laughs> always going to win. I mean, that's 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 the best way to you know. That's not the best way to go, but one way to go is like, man. See, this is it. I was just thinking about that as I was talking about the Gaslam fight. I'm like, I know he can win. I just got to figure out how. 
yeah, that's how he'll do it, and I'll pick him when the smart money is on Jacare. That's what gets me every time. I'm looking at these guys. I'm like, no, but he can do that, and he can do that, and I, I'm so busy figuring out how the other guy can win instead of looking at how the guy who should win is going to win. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, just dawned on me right then why I've been picking wrong. Hopefully, it gets turned around. Well, no, no. The reason why you've been picking wrong is because you suck. No, I can't suck because I'm an expert. I have a podcast where <laughs> I divulge my opinion to 10 of ongoing fans, you know? Yeah. Well, apparently you chased away five of them. So. <sighs> Damn it. <laughs> no. Anyways, yeah. This was a short last notice, last minute notice type of a show. So. We've gone on for about 52 minutes. I don't know. I don't know how long we've actually been talking for. It's probably way less than that. But uh, it is Thursday night. I know you got work. It's yes, my, I do. It's my Friday. I'm going to go enjoy it. Um, you guys going to watch some of the Marvelous Mrs. Mabel? It's a great show on Amazon Prime. I'm going to go watch Monday's Lucifer and Tuesday's The Flash and try to Tuesday's catch up. Roseanne? No, The Flash. You watch the new I Roseanne? I do not watch the new Roseanne. I'm I am surprised that it's pretty goddamn funny. I, I went into it very skeptical. Um, I don't remember if the original Roseanne like had social issues thrown in your face every thirty seconds like this one does. Yeah, but um, they're doing they do a good job about throwing in the humor. Oh, real quick before I forget, we're gonna have nope. a special episode here pretty soon. Uh, I've been working with my good friend Randy Isbell, who uh, I'm gonna be starting a podcast with soon. We uh, ran into some name issues earlier. That's a different story. Anyways, we are setting up our own MMA to the Max trivia episode, and he's going to run it. (laughs) Well, he's going to ask questions, or we're going to battle each other? That's right. And we might be having a – we might have somebody else join us, too. I think I I was asking Keith Schillen of MMA TakeOver if he'd like to join and school us completely. But, Keith, uh, congratulations on the victory. Um, <laughs> if there was a belt involved, um, please let me know your size. I can get it made for you. Yeah, he's gonna absolutely. He's, he's gonna roast us. But I thought it would be fun. It'd just do a that fun trivia episode. It, they're not gonna be super hard questions. They're they're gonna be you know first champions. You know who won this fight, stuff hey, like that. You don't get to help him write the questions, bro. No, I don't. I just <laughs> he, he he asked me about categories. I said sure, and then he did the questions himself. I have no well, idea what the they are. So I can brush up. You can't I, have an advantage on me. What are the categories? I just remember. Email. Two, I just remember those two of them. But I'll I'll email them to you. Yeah, I'll let you know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, make sure to check that out for the uh, the first ever MMA the Max uh, game show trivia night. I guess I don't know. We'll see. It'll it'll look Let's different. Do this. It'll, it'll it'll be fun, and then we'll have you know more special episodes like that, like our Ask Us Anything episodes. And we could get fans to join, all four of you. So, anyways, Joe, get am your I one of those four? <laughs> you probably are. Yes, I know. So, you can get a hold of me at MMA to the Max Joe. That's my Instagram, MMA to the Max Joe, and the two, as always, is the number two. You want to get a hold of me on Twitter? It is Joe Hud forty five on Twitter. That is J O E H U D four five. You do I that like so that one, well. Huh? You do that so well. Like you're so multi-talented. It's a shame it doesn't translate to your picks. 
doesn't translate to my picks, my work ethic, my ability to be a husband or a father. But I'm trying. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to go there. So glad you did. <laughs> Somebody needed to. That's right. Hey, everybody, if you want to find me on Instagram, and why wouldn't you? I post great memes in relation to promoting the show as well as post great pictures of beer. That's what I do. And all the he beers, does that. and I post a lot of pictures of the beers that I buy at Total Wine and More. So if you want to ever know what might be coming up on MMA The Max for the beer of the week on my end, just go to my Instagram. And for that, that is MMA The Max Rob. As always, the two is the number two. If you want to find me on Twitter, it's at It's Rock Robster. Yes, just like the B fifty two song, but <laughs> yeah, just a little, little different. Find the, the show. Rock Robster. <laughs> what? Rock Lobster! Down, down! Anyways, I digress. Anywho. <laughs> yeah. Find uh, the show on Twitter at MMA to the Max Show. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash MMA to the Max Podcast. Obviously, most of you, if you're watching it, are already following it, so maybe just tell your friends, share all that good stuff. Um, find us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. We don't quite have the followers yet on YouTube to get our own URL, so just search up MMA to the Max Podcast on YouTube, or follow the link when I post it and share it on the page and all that good Come stuff. Come on, guys. Yeah, Come do on. us a solid. Do us a solid. Come on. We follow you on your, your YouTube channels. We so No, we don't. We're selfish. Fuck, dude, dude why, why you got to be truthful? We're trying to do ourselves a thing here. Yeah, so I want to give a, as always, I give a quick shout-out real quick to uh, MMA Freaks Facebook group, the MMA Takeover Facebook group, Loaded Joe's MMA Podcast Facebook Facebook group, Craft Root Sports Facebook group, Hardcore MMA Facebook group. All these shows, all these groups, they help promote the uh, little-known podcast. So everybody look them up on Facebook, join them, um, and uh, for sure, yeah. Check out the shirts. We are working on kind of fixing the design a little bit to make it a little better, some better shading and everything before we start putting make it on it sale, make it pop a little more. But uh, the back does say, in case you haven't seen the pictures, Mischief Mayhem Alcohol spells MMA down the side. It's pretty cool like that. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, next week uh, it would probably be most likely be a Sunday to re- re- review the uh, UFC 224. So, yeah. Um, can't wait to do it. Uh, oh, shit. Almost forgot. W2Mnet.com. Always go check out W2Mnet.com. We got podcasts for... Obviously, MMA here. We got wrestling, football, video games, movies, all the good stuff, as well as articles, reviews, anything you're looking for. Find us on all types of forms that you listen to your podcasts on, Spreaker, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, all that good stuff. I think I covered it. Anyway, iHeartRadio. Yeah, of course, iHeartRadio. So I think we're good, though. I think we're done. Are we done? Are we good? Uh, I think we're good, my friend. All right, cool. Well, I'm your host, Robert Taylor. For my co-host, Joseph Hudson, a.k.a. Riverside Joe, this has been MMA Max, episode number 39. We'll see you next week. Take care. See ya. The previous podcast has been an original W2Mnet.com production. For more great content like this, go to W2Mnet.com for the worlds of wrestling, video games, entertainment, and sports. Okay, now we're good. (laughs) Yep, I see right here.